Hello and welcome back to another week in education. This uh, week's summary, like Brooks Undone and 21 Pilots, comes in two parts. Which, time out, my wife and I had quite the meandering conversation on the way to church this morning as I was trying to get her to help me figure out what things come in two parts so I could make that joke. But seriously, this week was a little, I don't know, awkward. Well, no, take it back. First part, uh, Monday through Wednesday, we had classes as normal, and it was pretty great. There was some good stuff. There were some frustrating things. I had a student get upset with me because I didn't let them do what they wanted right when they wanted, and we had to have a conversation about, like, there are procedures on how you interact in various places in the world, and that just making demands of what you want to do when you're not even taking care of your like business, your the things on your side, it's just not a good look, and it makes it really hard for the like the adult in the situation with a parent or at school, or it makes it really hard for like a boss to want to grant that kind of request when it's like. It's just bad negotiating, and I thought, like, oh my gosh, how am I going to handle this? But I, I sat down, I kind of chatted with them, and explained what was going on, and how it's like, it's really hard to want to let you do what you want to do when you won't even take care of the things I've asked you to in this moment. Ultimately, they got really upset with me. I had to have a chat with them after class about, like, what have I done to cause you to treat me this way? Like, if, and if I have done something please let me know so I can like make amends. Time out, by the way, new teachers. This is a great line to use, even when you know you haven't done anything wrong. It so puts the student on the back foot because they're just kind of like, wait, what? There's an adult who's willing to admit they're wrong? Yeah, well, time in. Fast forward 24 hours, and the student um, had to help them with some a uh, little bit of an assignment they weren't quite, quite getting. And, and in that conversation, got them on the right page, got them going in the way they needed to, and then it was very quickly, quietly, and earnestly said, yes, sorry about yesterday, Mr. Farnham. I was just having a moment. And that's fine. Like, we humans, we have moments, and I just appreciated that they were able to see that and um, move forward. Now we'll see how next week goes and if that actually sticks or, or not, but that was refreshing. Also, trying to figure out my classes, like which ones I can joke with and which ones I can't, um, and I'm start, starting to get that dialed in a little bit better. Some of them are starting to understand what class fully is now that we've had our first test and an opportunity to come in and have conversations about what they did on that test. So the first three days, it was like part one of the week was pretty straightforward and feels about right. It's this post-Labor Day, but not fall break type of um, environment we're in. This happens every year. We're getting to know each other. So, Wednesday, 3.35, part one, over. Part two begins because Thursday and Friday was um, professional development. And, man, it was like me personally, I had a couple of er, frustrating moments. But for the most part... Um, it wasn't that bad, but man, I don't know if it's just our building or what. Okay, so there's a lot of, I guess, anxiety about what was coming up in terms of the uh, training. And to an extent, I get it. Like Thursday, we had three trainings on um, a test data gathering 
website app. Um, we had one about how a professional learning community, a team of teachers teaching the same subject, should plan and prepare. And one was about our ELL students. And um, we get to see a variety of uh, styles in how you teach. So that was interesting. But no, um, the main one, what got frustrating is, basically, I think the presenter said the quiet part out loud uh, in, in the training for uh, this program for collecting test data from a, like a teacher's summative assessment. The, the presenter basically said that we're, you have to use this because the district has spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on it. And it was like, Wait, I remember when it got said, it was like, wait, what? Did, he just said the quiet part out loud. Because as teachers, we know this is what happens from time to time. Some admin type at the site or district level decides we need a thing, and now we have to use it for a couple of years until they decide there's a new thing that will fix education. And it was kind of inadvertently refreshing. Um, it was a little frustrating because it was a weird workshop type environment. We had to try to click and play and do, and this this software I've used in the past, it is not helpful or intuitive, and it's a bit uh, awkward to uh, get through. So we were some teachers were struggling to catch up, and um, the presenter then called in the big guns, making eyes at the assistant principals in the back, to which one of the assistant principals got up and um, like chastised the rooms, like, hey, this person has put in a lot of time and effort, and you need to be quiet and listen. And it was like we were listening. We were just trying to figure out what the next step was. And of course, at that point, puts a damper on any kind of professional development when we're just told to kind of basically shut up and listen. And it was, but what if we have questions? Which the questions pretty much dried up at that point. Um, yeah. And then we had one about the PLC teams, which again, to me, it was a case of um, if you have basically Begin with the end in mind. If you're planning a unit, you need to make sure that you know what your goal is, your test, your assessment, like the, the essential standards, and then you work your way back. And this is, honestly, they called it the 15-ish day teaching cycle, which was very formulaic and um, took a lot to explain step-by-step, kind of like trying to tell someone how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich versus actually just doing it. I think it's the same thing. Um, so for me, I just spent the time trying to figure out that app that we were told about before uh, to try to figure out what they need and what they want. But um, yeah, it was a bit awkward for the presenters. But I think the problem is um, people were getting anxious and worried because we were also told we had to use this app or we would we would be screwed. Which I'm not even I'm like quoting the presenter. Um, so that's awkward. So. Some people looked at the staff and thought they were being anxious. I had other colleagues say, that. I was like, oh, it's not anxiety you see, it's anger, because they're feeling like they're being told what to do and, and um, without being told why. Because if we're being honest, this data collection app, it's not for students. Um, it's not even for teachers. It's that, it's that, I'm sure you've experienced before, someone buys you a gift that you didn't ask for, and then they're upset when you're not excited about it. That's kind of what's going on here. It's like we were asked, we ask, why do we need to use this program? And they say it's because we need to have conversations on our team level about like your testing. What if what if a bunch of students miss a question? Are you talking about it? Figure it out. And it's like, well, yeah, we we have this 
program that we use, and it tells us, hey, you had 65% of your students get this question wrong, which tells us as a team that we need to look at that question. We need to decide if the question is worded wrong, if the distractors were too distracting, if maybe we didn't teach it right or give it enough time in the curriculum. And these conversations have been going on for years now with my particular team, but now we're told we have to use it, this new program. And for being honest, the other reason besides the district has spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on it is it gives a very, very cheap, easy glimpse into a teacher's classroom for an admin type person. And I say cheap and easy because it takes a student 20, 30 minutes to take one of our topic tests. And that's what they're looking at. They're looking at a color code on a screen to represent a 30 minute glimpse into a teacher's classroom which is completely unfair because it's just a test and a test does not define a human or a teacher, um, but that's what it feels like it's gonna be used for. And there's a lot of teachers that are anxious and angry about that because, I mean, I ultimately figured it out. I figured out a way to use this app with the least amount of effort for me because holy moly, it's like click on click on click on click just to do a thing and you have to do like three things to create what they want so much behind the scenes work for a thing that students will never see and can be done cheaper and easier with other programs and we're seeing a lot of this in education it's it's like we're doing things that look good instead of being good and that sets some teachers off and i get it it's frustrating and it took me a while to figure out what they needed but i think i'm there and i think maybe i can pass that on the, the other one is the next day we were put into uh, smaller groups, and honestly, it was pretty good. We had one on uh, like trauma-informed, basically, if, if teachers aren't aware. Our students have been through things, and sometimes it's not, we, we say trauma, and we think it all has to be some kind of emotional, physical abuse, but um, no, I think it was great to be aware of that, that reaction your student is having. Maybe it's not about you, teacher. Maybe it's about something else going on in their life. Or, and sometimes, especially with our younger age groups, it's, and they don't even realize it, it's just a smell, a situation, a phrase, a tone sets them off. But we in high school, they're a little older and they can talk about it, but still, it's the same thing. When they come in a little frustrated, upset, you have to be aware of it. Um, we also talked about in the second group, which was, I'll be honest, a little more elementary focused, but there's some real good information there about, we call this dysregulation. When they're having troubles focusing because of what's going on. And our last presentation kind of talked about that a lot. It's just the distracted student and what is going on. And ultimately for me, I think on all three of these, there was a couple tidbits that I picked up. But more than, more than anything, I would take the trade-off of sitting in those three workshops and hearing a lot of things that I already know or I already do if it meant that a baby teacher or a grizzled veteran heard something that they're going to implement this week. Because that's, that's what it felt like. And it made me feel good that some of the things I do and some of the things that I've gotten dirty looks for, um, whether greeting students at the door um, or caring about some of the things I got going on in their life. When, you, when I make my little laps around the classroom and I talk to them, I'm like, hey, how's that thing go that you were doing? Or what's that sticker on your backpack? Oh, I've never heard of that TV show. Um, I just, I don't know. I just felt like that's how people should be treated. But apparently, there is research for this that backs all this up. And 
I don't know. I guess I just intend, intuitively knew that. So it, I kind of ended on a bright note in the sessions. But then I had to spend the last three hours just, yeah, hearing people concerned, frustrated, and, you know, trying to figure out who to pass that information on in the next level. And it's the classic stuff if you worked in a school, bad communication. It's a telephone game, honestly. You're, one thing's being said to a department head, which is being interpreted to an assistant principal, which is being interpreted to a principal, which is being interpreted to an assistant superintendent. And there's just not a lot of straight talk, face-to-face -face talk. So if I'm being honest, I feel like that's the problem. You know, go figure. You know, being married for a couple of decades, having a kid, um, communication you learn is key. And it's almost like it's the same thing for um, a, a school site, a culture. And I, honestly, I've been watching a lot of Simon Sinek videos lately, and I just I feel like maybe that would help, this idea that these aren't teams, these are people in teams. These aren't, these aren't students, these are people who are, happen to be a student for that time period of the day. I think we've lost sight of that. I think some admin types, some teacher types in the building have lost sight of that. And so I, I, think, I think the trainings could have been good, will be good for some of us, and I hope for more um, than maybe paying attention. I just, I don't know. And you can even tell right now I'm kind of losing my train of thought because I'm not sure what to do next. Um, ultimately, I'm beholden to the students that come to G104 every day so I can take care of them. And uh, I don't know. I want to help some of the fellow teachers and come to grips with what's going on, but some of them are so wrapped up in their anxiety and, and anger, and even rightfully so, because it feels like we're being micromanaged. Um, but I'm not sure what I can do. Be a, a sounding board, a listening ear. Yeah. But I think for me, so I can stay healthy in the head as a, as a husband, as a father, and as a teacher, I think I just have to focus on G104. Yeah. I think, I think that's where it has to be. Because if not, you can lose yourself trying to fight all the battles, try to fix all the problems. And I think ultimately, I'll end up in a situation where none of them get fixed, or none of them get fixed well. And I'll just be back where I am again in like two weeks. Yeah. Wow. Maybe I learned a little more than before, than I thought. My old teacher friend from Putnam City would be proud that I'm just going to, you know, cut through, my, like slice through the nonsense and just focus on what's important. Yeah. That message is still sticks. That was a good reminder. Yeah, because I can't, I can't fix the other classrooms. I can't fix the communication problems with the principals. I can't fix some of their obsession with looking good through data instead of actually being good and taking care of our students. Yeah. I think that's where it's at. Two parts this week and so much to be learned. Well, I hope you're having a restful weekend, and I hope you focus on what's available to you to actually fix and not some of the nonsense down the hall. As always, have a day.